0: Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, having trouble falling asleep, getting to sleep. Well, welcome. Hopefully you're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, a podcast that's here to put you to sleep, and we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, ideally brush your teeth, wash your face and that stuff before you get in bed and turn out the lights clearly. I mean, if you have a sink near your... Well, you probably you don't want to get drip water in your bed, but it'd be pretty cool to have a, a bathroom-bedroom combo, depending on how cleanly you are. But anyway, brush your teeth, turn out the lights, press play on this podcast. We're going to do the rest. What does the rest mean? Well, we're going to create a safe place where you can set aside any racing thoughts, running of thoughts, thoughty thoughts. And you're just going to listen to my voice. I'm going to distract you from that. What do, what do you mean, safe place? Distract thoughts. What was Can you use another metaphor. Well, I can. All these thoughts that are running through your head. You know, what I like to say is like we're not going to fight any battles here, right, except for story-based battles that you don't have to. You just have to be a passive participant, and you don't have to run from anything. There's not going to be anything to be scared of here, and I'm not going to try to get you to um, spend any money or. Resources, so you don't get to be worried about that, uh so you don't gotta you don't have to run, you don't have to fight, and by the way, those parts of your mind that want to do those things they they probably they they want the best for you they just don't know they're misguided, I guess, so let's take a breath and, and um you know give them a little attention and forgiveness or whatever I don't know most major f- religions and Spiritual paths, or even general wealth—you know, non—you know, non-belief systems—that are whatever. Forgiveness and kindness go a long way with most of those. No matter which one works for you, or you're trying out, or, or interested in it. Say, say to you, hey, that mad fighting part of you and that scaredy cat part of you. Hey, guys, I know you're. You're doing your best here. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm going to listen to this podcast guy instead of you guys tonight. Um, and he, you know, all you got to do is that. I'm just going to talk like that, basically. A little more, slightly more engaging to start with. After I get through this introduction, which I've botched, and but uh, it's just like a distraction. Just listen to me. But you don't got to pay attention that much. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be try to be kind and uh, boring and dull, lulling, all those things. I'm going to do my best to distract you. But you don't have to do your best. You, you, you just listen to me and doze off whenever you feel like it and you won't miss much. And if you can't, I'll do my best to keep you barely entertained in the nicest way I know how, which is uh, to be boring uh, with tangents that uh, stuff. But lots of stuff. So, in summary, again, this is a podcast to help you fall asleep. If it's your first couple times here, try it out, see if it works for you. I hope it helps you fall asleep or cools you down at bedtime, relaxes you, or whatever. If it doesn't, I hope you find something that does. Try something else or uh, another technique, that, you know, other forms of uh, stuff out there, pod, audio and non audio. And that's it. We're on the internet www.sleepingmepodcast.com. It's your fence, Show notes, links to whatever. If I, if I you know, if I, see, if you don't know what a tangent is, maybe I'll put that in there. Maybe I won't remember. If you want to get a hold of me, it's feedback at Podcast is an email. You can um, get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter. We're on Facebook. You can comment on the website. If you want to. Owner oh, some notes from the show, some outlines, you can send me a self-addressed stamped envelope to uh, P.O. Box 1751, I believe, uh, Alameda, California, 94501. That's Sleep With Me Podcast. Even easier, you don't got to write it down. Just go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash S-A-S-E. The correct address will be there in case I gave you the wrong address just now. If you send me a self-addressed envelope, I'll send you three pages of my notes, which are illegible. If you see it, you may say this guy really is a lunatic when you see my handwriting and the what I, you know, but that's fine. That's it. Um, I'm glad you're here, and I hope I help you fall asleep. I got a couple things to say, and then we'll get on to the show. Thanks. All right, thank yous. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson that does our music, Scotty, old Sir Scotty that does our icons, his lovely wife Jennifer, the Lord and Lady of the podcast who lord and lady around in the best way possible, the differentiator who watches over them as one will. Hey, okay, I got to tell you guys a story, but let me tell you, let me tell you, let me thank some new listeners. I want to thank Babita. Babita. I want to say hi to Melissa Grace, who I just got an email from her. I have not checked the website that she said she posted about the podcast, but I will check it. I literally just got that email. So I'll look into that, Melissa. I want to thank Harry from the U.K., I believe, uh, for his iTunes review. So just grab some hot cocoa and get in bed. Thank you, Harry, for your iTunes review. And I also want to, um, I, I guess, thank Sib Sib Diddy from Australia, I believe. Uh, again, I'm trying to get these uh, non-U.S. iTunes reviews, but Sib Diddy did not like the podcast. And he said uh, uh, something about my slurring and stuttering And that it awakened some anger. And that's fine. I I guess, like, uh, that's one of the things about this podcast. It's not for everybody. And if you, uh, I think what happened, and this is me projecting, not actually Sib Diddy. But uh, from what I could tell is that Sib Diddy sat down looking for a nice guided meditation and then had to listen to me, listen to a lot of my nonsense. And if you were sitting down in some Zen state or some borderline angry state where you were looking to get into some nice peaceful state and you ran across this podcast by accident, I can understand it awakening some anger in you. And if you were in a hurry, you didn't listen to the intro or read anything because you were like, hey, I just want to listen to this audio. Um, I understand the podcast could set, it, set you off. What, what it most reminded me of, though, was that when I was a child, I had this ability to awaken unbelievable anger in adults, especially authority figures. And most of the time it wasn't from being naughty. It was from doing the same stuff I do on this podcast now where exactly like Sib Diddy, like what the hell? I mean, Sib Diddy was uh, swearing, I think, or alluding to, like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? I mean, when I, I had a lot of teachers say that to me. I, mean, what, I think we've talked about, why did you eat that kid's diorama? Which I did. Before, more than once probably, the teachers would almost have a nervous breakdown because they couldn't understand. Well, did you do that? Were you, were you to be bad? No, no. I want to see what the diorama tasted like. It was interesting. I wonder, you know. So I understand, Subditi. I apologize that. Uh, and that's probably sometimes I go on way too long in the intro. So that's why, to try to protect these people from blowing a gasket. So apologize for that. Anna C. I want to say hi to you, my you old well, Game of Thrones buddy, uh, one listener initiative is going pretty well, and uh, I want to talk about that in one second, and then um, I still need some help if anybody wants to be a tech officer for the podcast, and just do a tech research for one or two one or two subjects this, a week for the Game of Thrones podcast, Stacey is our only researcher right now, and any one or two more people, one of the researches I need would just be, just look up one or two tech things send me, a, you gotta be good at researching, you gotta have spare time to do it just an hour or two a week or more, I don't know uh, but let me know, email me feedback, it's my podcastcom anybody that wants to do the show notes, help out the show notes, you'd get to listen to the show early uh, but, but again, I don't have a system in place, so we'd have to figure it out, probably wouldn't, it's not gonna go smoothly if you volunteer to help me, I'm gonna be honest with you because, you know, I'm learning, I was like, oh, just ask Stacy, I email her, I'm like, can you get this back to me in five minutes? And she's like, oh, you know, uh, you know, she's really nice about it. But, uh, you know, it's not easy dealing with me, but I need your help. So anybody that has spare time, particularly if you're a student, that would be the ideal people. If you got a job, you don't want to be dealing with my nonsense or you got a family. Uh, so that's that. But I got to tell you guys about the last 20, 20, not even 24 hours, probably the last 16 hours in this podcast, how wonderful you guys make my life. So last night I get in bed trying to wind, you know, trying to get to sleep on a Sunday night. You know how that goes. And I, But I had like this two wonderful things to look forward to. One, you know, one, I was getting the end of a book by a listener, Jennifer Eccles. So I have like about 30 pages in that book. I'm like, I'm going to finish that book and go to sleep. And then I'm like, wait a second, I have Chris W., the Silver Tone of the podcast. Well, I guess he's just the Silver Tone, according to the – but I I think I added in of the podcast maybe. But anyway, the Silver Tone, he uh, wrote a song and sang it in public at a place where – I think he was probably getting paid. So that's brave and wonderfully kind and uh, it was a beautiful song. And I'm not even going to sing any of it because I don't want to uh, – but I have all the – I'll have all the info in the show notes of this show or maybe somewhere else. But what an evening. I give – you know, you're not supposed to use screen devices, but you can listen to audio. So I listen to Chris's song and then I finish up uh, Going Too Far by Jennifer Eccles. I finish that book. I really enjoyed that book. It was my first teen romance that I think I've ever read and it was great. And then so then I get, you know, mostly slept good till about 3 a.m. And you guys know how it goes. And then uh, I get up this morning, I go into work and then my freaking Twitter starts blowing up because Andrea G is out there leading the way for the one new listener initiative by talking about how much the podcast works for, being funny, saying nice things at the same time, being honest. So thank you. And and, then proxy thank all of you for all it's just like, wow, wow well, how lucky am I, seriously, to be doing a this podcast. Finally. It's it's like I'm living a dream of a boring person. If if, you know, and you know, other boring people unfortunately I stole probably the one chance for the really boring people of the world. So I don't want to get your hopes up if you're out there listening. You're like, man, I'm more I'm even more boring than that because I probably but anyway you know i'm living the dream for a dull lolling person that talks in tangents so thank you guys it just has been great and i was really stressed this weekend cuz i was like behind, you know the holiday stuff and that's one level of stress and i'm like what i got other you know so thank you guys for listening thank you for support and uh thank you just for being you for, for like i said you can't you don't you don't have to give me money you don't have to if you can't help me on the show notes or anything just create some art, man. Sing a song. I don't even care if I hear about it. If you whistle a song later on today because I was uh, scatting it um, and then make somebody else smile, I don't need to know about it. So thanks a lot. All right, folks. It's time for another Redditation where we uh, go on Reddit. Trending twos- Tuesday. Rending Ruse Day. I guess it was Scooby-Doo. Reddit Rending Ruse Day. Yeah, why don't we do that? Redditation I like too, though. It's a Redditation on Rending Roost Day. That's just my best. Sc- Rending Roost Day. I don't, I don't. I guess I don't do a Scooby Doo. Uh, so I'm firing up my Reddit app as I talk to you. I don't know if there's anybody that uses Reddit apps out there. The one I use, I don't want to say its name, but if you see the screenshots, if you use any Reddit app on Android, the problem with the, this app that I'm using is I can't get to the I can't get to the comments. Like it'll link through to the image or the article if it's, not gonna if it's you know, some outside source. But then I can't read the comments, which sometimes is the best part. So anybody who knows how to do that on this app or has a good app, let me know. The good thing about this app, I downloaded some other ones, is this one has nice uh, where we can get more than one comment, you know, on the uh, take pictures of it. So I'm going to go ahead and take some pictures. Let's see if I can do it live. And I already messed up, but um, let's see if I can take some screenshots. Screenshot one taken with only one fail. No, that one failed, but that one failed too. Oh, I I think I just accidentally figured out how to use this app while I was trying to do that. Okay, that's good to know. Oh, that did not work. I'm gonna pause it. Okay, so I think I got it. Uh, down. I think I got. I got some pictures taken from Reddit. So we're gonna do our story. You know, it's the holiday season, and uh, I don't know about you guys, but it's like uh, it's you know you come comes to a time when you gotta uh, pay for stuff. So I ended up. Um, I don't know, you guys, how many you've been listening since Halloween, but I had a. A second, I guess this podcast. Was my second job. So this is like my third job, but it was related to the podcast. Is uh, there's this bed and breakfast out at this place called? I think it's a trans. It's on the edge of the transverse in the, within the metaverse. None of this, unfortunately, is accessible to everybody. Just uh, I happened to you know you're like going to be like uh, what's that called nepotism? It's not nepotism. It's but whatever it would be where the universe decides that you have access to an alternative universe where you can get a job in an unfair way that the rest of you listening can't get a job. Not nepotism, but, you know, metavism or something, you know, uh, alternivism, something. I need somebody smarter than me to know what it is. But yeah, the universe is unfairly created some sort of ripple that I could access uh, to get to this metaverse where I had I happened to get a job when I was wandering around it, by the way. But so out down uh, Transverse Way or Transverse Transverse Circle, Transverse Court, I think was the name of the street. At the end of that is uh, this bed and breakfast. It's run by this couple, uh, I like to say a couple of lunatics. That's the joke I use there or used it the first time. And they host uh, traditionally villains or, um, you know, some sort of – it's a fictional, non-fictional universe. So characters that are usually bad guys go there to relax, unwind. They go out into the transverse, which is some sort of um, strange world type thing. I don't know. They go out there to work on their problems or, you know, stuff couples do when they're in a bed and breakfast so i've only come across individuals but they probably have their significant other up in the room i usually run into them in the lobby so and then the by the time they spent a couple hours with me you know they're definitely like thank god and tell them about my girlfriend because this guy is uh you know so you know i started gearing up for the holidays i'm like man i could use uh some extra money here so let me uh go out there and see if i could work i told i said uh Hey, guys, remember me from Halloween? I was a guy working out here in Halloween, and I had some, um, what was it called uh, when you don't show up, truancy issues or whatever. I think they have a fancier name for it when it comes to work, but uh, where you don't show up to work all the time. Because it's not like a W40 or whatever where I had a work contract. It was a handshake-type agreement. Um, but so they were like, yeah, we remember you. And I was like, i you know, because the job I had there was a I would tell the you know I'd go in the room like you know as a bonus they were advertising it or something, and I would tell boring stories live in person to put the villains to sleep and obviously, if you're like a cartoon villain, let's just say you're uh um gargamel I have not met gargamel there, but that would be the type of person that might be there he uh you know I'd tell him a story and he'd go to sleep. Uh, you because know, he's probably got a lot of schemes and crafty stuff on his mind. A lot of resentments, clearly, against the Smurfs. So, um, and then they would let me. They let me interview their clientele, and that was the exchange. I said, you know, I'm looking for some extra money here. It's the holidays. Uh, you know, you guys, need and they were like, well, you you did actually, you know, work pretty well. The customers liked, you know, you're boring them to sleep. So, yeah, sure, uh, what, but well, I say, like, what do you guys, can you pay me in silver or gold? And then they were like, what? And I said, silver and gold, silver and gold, pay my ass in silver and gold. And they're like, what? And I said, like, yeah, that's from like one of the Christmas movies, Rankin and Bass up in here. And they're like, okay, well, uh, no, we could play, pay you in mana." And I said, what's well, well, it's like manna? I was like, isn't that for uh st- like games like Starcraft or is that like, like was that the stuff that Israelites ate when they were getting held you know to save their lives in the desert um I was like, I always imagined it as like cotton and bread mixed together, but i never i wasn't paying attention, and they just stared you know, common response they just stared at me, and they're like I was like uh, I was like, I'm not magic, so man is not going to do me any good. Okay, uh, that's what I'm trying to say. And they're like, okay, well, uh, we don't, you know, we don't deal in cash here or credit because this is. Not, and I said, like, okay, well, uh, let me just talk. to I, mean, I guess I could, you know, maybe if I don't have financial gain, I could use it for the podcast at least. I was like, is anybody hanging in here? Can I go in the, the, you know? the, uh, you know, go talk to the customers. And they're like, yeah, sure, good, go So even exchange. So, so you know, I was telling you guys earlier in the other episodes before Halloween, it's got the, it's a pretty standard inn, bed and breakfast type inn. So there's like the rooms that I was in, you know, the room with the flowery sofas and the empty bird cages. And there's like a solarium, they call it, which, and then, so then they also have this library. So I went in there. And uh, there's, like, a fire raging in the fireplace. They got a big old fireplace. Like, so hot. I was like, what the hell, man? And it smelled like um, somebody didn't have their uh, shoes on. Sweaty socks is what it smelled like in there. And I'm like, holy moly. And and I'm like, uh, you know, somebody uh, opened a flu in here? And then I see uh, there's a chair facing the fireplace, And there's like this poof of uh, hair and uh, orange hair, like real orange, not even beyond human, beyond the possibility or more than likely that a human from Earth could have this orange hair. So I'm like, oh, boy, like this could be anybody. I'm like, was that a – who was Beaker's sidekick or was Beaker the one uh, with Dr. Bunsen, Dr. Honeydew Bunsen and Beaker, right? And I was like – and then I was like, no, his hair's more red. And then I noticed the person was weeping and uh, like like crying and that and, and, uh, they had heard me. So then I had that awkward um, moment where uh, you uh, like – where you get caught when someone's crying and then it's like, is this person going to help, you know, show me some kindness or just walk away? Happens to me a lot on the beach I live near the beach on the bay. Not on the beach. It was about a five-minute bike ride there. I used to live even closer. I'd go there. And this is not funny, but a lot of single women cry on the beach. Usually, standard outfit is a hoodie, and then you put on the hoodie, and you cry staring out at the water is what I've observed. And But the problem is if I'm walking closer to the water than you, even the hoodie won't hide it. And I see you crying, and uh, so this is a similar situation where it's like, do I intervene? Do I say, hey, uh, hey, you, don't cry? You know, you're I mean, not supposed to tell people not to cry. So I think I've seen. I run into a lot of crying in my my my, my life. Cause I'm a cause of a lot of crying too. But so anyway, this this thing is crying, orange hair. And so I say, well, this is uh, awkward, but I better uh, better um, uh, clear my throat. I was, uh, oh, oof, it was wonderful, this heat, enough to make a man cry. And then there's a person still crying. So I do a long, the long loop, you know, where you want to get in the peripheral vision and then slowly come in. But this is like... First of all, I'm already sweating cuz it's like 8,000 freaking degrees in there. where the kind of temperature where you're like woozy. And not to mention the sock smell was not pleasant. It was like almost like a humidity coming off this person's socks and uh so I'm doing the long loop. And of course, I'm bumping and I bump over the freaking stuff to take care of the fire. Uh, so I try to do a smooth out, el- you know, elbow on the mantelpiece. And then I look up, and this person sitting in the chair is like, um, first I thought it was Wreck Ralph. Uh, and uh, I let it sing, and it was a person who was a little bit smaller than Wreck It Ralph, orange hair. And I was like, oh no, Wreck It Ralph has like, you know, this was not a human, it was just Wreck It Ralph, a little bit, sm-. I was like, no, um, overalls. So I was like, "Oh wait, a second. it's not Wreck-It Ralph, but it's some sort of creature with orange hair, humanoid again, but now more um, stocky and in a, in a uh, stocky and uh, crying so hard um, to big huge mouth, huge huge mouth, weeping weeping weeping." And I said, oh. "Say so I you're really? in an orange type one piece outfit, I think I don't know again. I was so freaking hot." And I said, hey, uh, well, 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 uh, I noticed, are uh, you crying because it's so hot in here? Because I'm about to cry. And I said, no, no. I said, well, what's the matter? Do you want to talk about it? So the creatures weeping. I says, I said, yeah, today we lost Ralph Bear, the inventor and father of video games. And I was frowning, frown, frown, frown. And I said, wow, Ralph, you know, you kid me, don't, don't tell me, oh, no, and I, you know, I was trying to play along, oh, no, not Ralph, but not Ralph, the Ralph Bear, and he said, oh, man, I said, that's, I love video games, that's terrible news, I mean, there's still going to be video games, right? And it was like, that guy didn't think of that, he goes, oh, he goes, of course, I guess you're Right. And I said, uh, "You got awfully big. Uh, you, you're, you're shaped uh, different than me." And I said, uh, you, "You know, you, your hands are a lot bigger and rounder." And I was like, "That's not the best for button mashing." Are you a button mash? He said, "Oh no, no. I play. Uh, I play PC and a keyboard." And he's like, "I don't." And I said, "Oh." And I said, "Well, how? Do I, I, I go, how, how you doing?" not great. I'm sad about this Ralph Bear thing. And I said, I said, well, why don't we, uh, you, you're here for the metaverse. Why don't we take a trip over to the metaverse? I want to see what candy they got going. So I got my, my name's, uh, uh, Ralph Lauren. Uh, how you doing? And he kind of looked at me and I said, no, this is my, you know, name today. And he said, well, Ralph, uh, matter if I call you Ralph Macchio, I said, Psh, I'd love it if you would. Uh, and he said, okay, well, I'm, I'm I'm the Heat Miser. And I said, well, well, hold the phone. The Heat Miser, like the Heat Miser in the cold, uh, freeze, Mr. Freeze, f- Frost? And he said, kind of, close. And I said, you're like one of Mother Nature's kids or something? And he just was like, well, whatever you want to assume. And I said, well, my memory's not great. And I said, "Well, I said, well, what are you doing here?" And he go, he said, "Oh, I was looking at some stuff on my computer." This this is the only room with Wi-Fi. And I said, "Well, what were you looking at?" And he slams his, he said, uh, he slams his computer. show you nothing. I said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa buddy!" He said, well, "What are you playing? What game were you playing? Leisure sweet Larry or something?" And he goes, "No, I was compiling the comments in every not safe for work subreddit." And I was like, just comments, no pictures? And he said, exactly. And so no, nothing to see here. And I said, well, why'd you shut it so fast? He goes, well, 60 to 70% of the comments were mine, and they were, like, about boobs. And I was like, well, so, um, and, and he goes, and then the rest were about people's moms. And I said, heat miser. I said, hey, we got to get you out of this heat, man. Let's go. And he said, what are you in a hurry to get to the metaverse for? And I said, I'm hoping... Um, to be honest with you, I'm hoping it's made out of, uh, what's that stuff called? Pineapple bark. And he goes, what's pineapple bark? And I said, uh, I have no idea. I said, I meant peppermint bark. I, I don't know why I said pineapple bark. And he said, well, it's a slip of the tongue. And I said, yeah, you wouldn't want to have a slip of the tongue on a piece of pineapple, would you? And he said, I don't even know what a pineapple is. You know, we don't have it in my world. I said, well, what, what, what world are you from? He said, well, that's not time. He goes, it's time to go in the metaverse and find your, uh, would you say, peppermint bark? And I said, yeah. And he said, well, tell me more about this peppermint bark. And we started walking through the garden out towards the metaverse at the edge of the property that's in. And I said, it's this stuff with peppermint and, and chalk. As it's They call it bark. It's, it's just because it's like uh, they break it up so it looks like tree bark. But I was like, you wouldn't believe how freaking expensive this stuff is. I go out, as far as I know, it's just like candy canes, white chocolate and chocolate like together, but they charge like $7 a pound for it. And I don't get it. And I can't find it on sale for like 99 cents a pound after Christmas. I don't know what they do with it. I think they pull it off the shelves on like the 23rd and stockpile it because it probably never goes bad. And... um I was like, it's just making me nuts. I was like, I think I've had it once that I got it for free. And then now I don't buy it beyond principle because it's so friggin' expensive. And I'm talking like seven, I mean, at least 750 pounds. And he goes, that's too bad. Uh, And next thing you know, we're in the metaverse. And uh, it's like the sky is getting real dark. And it's not, of course, it's not peppermint bark. Not even like any bark. I think they have like cowboy bark or they did at Trader Joe's. I don't know what that was. was, like peanut brittle with caramel corn or something. I don't freaking know. Uh, but we get out there, no peppermint bark, and then this cloud gets darker and darker and starts to turn gray and red. And uh, I say, well, Heat Miser, it's a storm. He goes, that's worse than a storm. He goes, I've I've seen this before in, in my experiences as the Heat Miser. That's when a dust devil, a wildfire, and magic form together. And I was like, You gotta be kidding me, what is he it was some enemy or spec? And he goes, Exactly, let's go. And so we start running it deeper into the metaverse. Next thing you know, I trip up these stairs and he because he's like smaller and stockier. Kinda looks like one of those uh, seventies you know what those um aquabats, who was in the aquabats they have they had a TV show. I've never seen it, but I've seen the creatures. I think one of those creatures looks like it. Uh, I'll think of the show, but anyway, this we fall up these stairs and then the, the uh, dust is coming at us and we're trying to climb the stairs and they're like slimy and we're sliding back down. and he's like poor choice of carpet for these steps. I go to stand on the steps. I slip face first into these steps. That's when I realize it's freaking peppermint bark. The stairs are made from peppermint bark. And I'm melting them because the heat is probably warmer. Plus we're frictioning, trying to get up the stairs. The fire dust devil, magic dust devil is right behind us. And, of course, I don't have time to break off any of these stairs because I'm trying to – So we, but we escape up these stairs running from still running from the dust devil and we get to the top of the stairs we turn the corner we're on the, like this edge of this cliff and I was like where the heck are we what do we do and and the hemaze he just looks out over this like um it looks like this green mist uh, mixed with like uh reds and whites and uh, all sorts of some sort of Christmas sky, I'd say. Like if, if you were marketing, if you were selling Christmas sky to install in your backyard sky, I would. If I was rich, I'd paid like ten G's for this because it was beautiful. Like picture the most beautiful sky you've ever seen, but instead of blue, it's green and reds, uh, lovely. But of course, I'm terrified because I'm one. I'm covered in uh, peppermint bark mixed with the dirt of my shoes. And then there's this death, death devil, de- dust devil of death behind me somewhere. He goes to me, hey, this was the view, a hundred steps from my front door. During the week I spent in Hamanoi, Norway, on the last night, Mother Nature put on an amazing show and this was it. And I said, like, your mother, Mother Nature. And he said, yeah, he goes, yeah, he goes, yeah, he goes, yeah. she loves Christmas. Uh, and I said, wasn't there one time, uh, and he goes, we got to move, come on, let's go. And so we're running, and then I realized we're in the residential neighborhood, clearly not hu- human because, like, the houses are made from, like, shoes and sneakers, but, you know, giant-sized stuff. And uh, the next thing you know, this this. The car, shoe, shoe car comes running down the street and, like, literally, like, running. Uh, uh, I don't even know what's propelled by. It's, like, more on flopping because it didn't have a – it wasn't a pair of shoes. It was just one. And uh, the guy's like, get in, get in, get in. And he pulls us into his shoe. And I realize it's, like, got, like, uh, letters. It's full of letters and stuff. And I'm like, what the heck? And, and then the um, he misers. He's like, this is a good guy, mailman, on a Sunday, no less. You just saved us from a dust devil of dirt. And I said, well, this is trending Tuesday. I mean, I'm recording it on Sunday, but people are be hearing it on um, on on Monday or Tuesday. And he said, well, he was this guy just rescued. Us. And I said, th- thank you, good guy, mailman. You're the best. Uh, um, what lovely shoe mo- mobile? What do you call this thing? A shoe. Shoe, it's not a car because it doesn't have wheels. Shoe mobile? He goes, It's a delivery shoe, you idiot. I said, Okay, okay. Well, don't, you know, don't just because you're a good guy, mailman doesn't mean you can be rude. And uh, and then he just was like busy driving a shoe, which you actually control by the uh, shoelaces, like kind of like a horse, which was interesting. I was like, That makes sense. It was like the tongue is uh was the I don't know. It was a I d I didn't get a chance to ask him exactly with but I was trying to pay attention, but then look over to he he miser look, I look over at he miser he's making this face like uh my cat's face before a bath. And I don't even have a cat, but I was like imagining and it's just like this face of like uh rebellion and terror and uh whatever mixed together and I said, What's the matter? And he said, uh he said that the, the fire, dust, magic devil's gone. And and then the shoe guy, he's like, okay, you guys can get out here. And we get out, and uh, we're at a park, like a public park, I guess. And I say, you know, there's like picnic tables, playground. Uh, again, I kind of can't, I have all day to get into the details of who was there and what they were doing. Uh, obviously, shoes. I was pretty sure it was like a Babes in Toyland city but i'm like okay well i can't get carried away with the babes in toyland stuff which is like my favorite halloween movie because i'd be told i mean christmas movie and not, not the the babes in toyland with laurel and hardy because you guys know i'm a big laurel and hardy fan and i'm like whoa, man i just got a heat miser here i can't really ditch him to go find laurel and hardy and this could be like Warren Hardy might not have lived in the only shoe-based universe, so it could be another shoe universe. So maybe just stick with the heat miser. So I said, well, "Let's sit down at this um, picnic table." And I said, "There's nothing. Have you been here before?" And this he goes, "Oh yeah." He goes, "This is shoe town." And I said, "It was as like a shoe town as part of like a shoe nation." And he just laughs. And uh, I said, uh, "Is there a shoe city?" And he says, "Let's he goes. We, he goes. We got to figure out what are we're going to do." And I said, "What do you mean, we?" I go, "What was that thing that chased us? What happened?" And he goes, "He goes. Yeah. You, you kind of remember my story, right?" I go, "Not really." I was like, "I remember the, I remember there was some hubbub. Like, what happened was I, I go. So there's like Santa Claus is coming to town, which is like a famous Christmas movie." with Santa Claus and the, you get Chris Kringle and the elves and uh, uh, Burgermeister and I go then there's Rudolph big, th- big Rudolph the red Roast reindeer and then there's like depending on those two are the big two and then there's like the big three could be either Frosty which I don't I don't know or Grinch which yeah or uh, uh, Snoopy Uh, charlie brown and i was like and then you got your lower next tier christmas movies and i was like no like the ones that are on that channel they kind of just and i was like i kind of know i was like you were in one of those movies like the time the baby lost the bath water like rudolph 2 i was like isn't it like rudolph teamed up with somebody and had to save you, deal with you guys because you and your brother were bickering about stopping Christmas, and you, you're the summer guy, right? And he was staring at me, and I was like, "Then Mother Nature's like, I'm sick of you boys," and you were like, "I'm Mister Heat Meister, I'm Mister Wait no, I'm Mister Cold Meister, I'm Mister Freeze. He's Mister Heat Mother." He's Mr. Somebody's. Some call me Heat Miser. You round a ray. You were at a picnic table with me. Let's have a parade. I'm Mr. I was like, I remember that part, obviously. And I was like, is that your song or your brother's song? And he's like, forget all that. He goes, you remember the, the guys singing with me and dancing with me? I was like, yeah, like the chorus, the backup singers. Exactly, he's like they took over everything, my whole kingdom, and uh, he goes, they, they've lost their minds. I go, how, how? What do you mean they took over your kingdom? You're like the heat miser. They were like little mini heat miners, you know, little mini heats. He, what, what, he goes, yeah, they're mini misers. That's what we called them. And I was like, well, that's your mistake, because that's like means more than one thing. That's like a. a, a Heat Miser, Mini misers. I was like, Noth- none of it's good, Mini Miser. Even Heat Miser means you're cheap with heat, right? Then it means, oh, man, I mean, you shouldn't be calling people Mini just because. And he's like, I know, I know. And, he go, and I go, well, what happened? He goes, well, he goes, so he's like, you don't understand very much, do you? And I said, well, yeah, metaphor me. He goes, okay, a leopard kills a porcupine. Interesting approach. And I was like, "What?" He goes, "Well, he goes, you can't just run up and eat it." And he goes, "So it has to go around and chase the porcupine and get the porcupine to run into something." And I was like, well, "What does that have to do with the minimizers taking over your kingdom?" And he was like, "Well, he was that's how he goes, he goes, that's what happened. He goes, they got a porcupine to ride a leopard There was a ghost of a porcupine that had been eaten by that leopard. And he goes, they show up in my room one night and they start chasing me. I run, run into a wall of, 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 of something not, I couldn't, I didn't melt when I ran into it. Because the next thing I wake up and I'm in that metaverse, uh, just lying. He's like, then I get chased by those dust devils. He's like, they have all my magic powers. They have everything. And I was like, you know what? I just realized, I was like, you have a bowl cut. I was like, did you know that? I was like, that's why I thought you were like um, uh, um Wreck-It Ralph. And I was like, you seen Wreck-It Ralph? Because you were talking about that bear guy that uh, made video games. I was like, have you seen Wreck-It Ralph? And he's like, D- we're talking about my whole kingdom here, the whole Heat Miser. He goes, this could have an effect on your universe, you know. I was like, what, the second-rate Christmas special universe or the actual... Uh, because we are, we got enough heat now, man. We got global warming. And and he's like, he's like, well, don't you have any, don't you care about me? Don't you care, have any empathy or sympathy for me? I was like, exactly, man. I'm trying to tell you about this great movie, Wreck-It Ralph. Awesome movie. Awesome. I was like, it's hilarious. And, uh, uh, great voices, great acting, uh, Twists multiple times, kinds of animation, throwback to old video games. I figure you like it, and he's like, "Well, I, he goes, uh, well, he goes, but I'm looking for someone to help me restore my kingdom." And I was like, "Huh?" I was like, Phew. "I was like, why were what were you doing at the bed and breakfast uh, if you were looking for somebody?" He goes, "Well, I heard there was this like this company." He goes. He goes. I was reading the news there, and you know, he's like, "Oh, obviously, I was on Reddit." But he's like, "I saw this one thing. It said this drug candidate killed malaria in 48 hours. Figured whatever company had that, he's like, I figure we could get some of that." And he's like, "I could use against the the minimizers." And uh, I was like, "Aren't they like your kids? You're gonna take them out like they're malaria?" And he's like, "Nobody cares about malaria." And I was like, because yeah, it's bad. And he goes, so are the minimizers. And I was like, but they're so cute. And he was like, I'm sure that other bacteria or viruses or whatever malaria is thinks that it's cute. And I was like, I don't know, they dance, and they have little hats and they had like canes and they were doing like a little Broadway uh, type number. I was like, doo 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 and I was like, Don't listen, man. Don't don't do anything drastic. Like w there be your backup band. How are you gonna be the heat miser? He's mister Heat Miser. He's mister Freeze. He goes, That's my brother. Stop it. And I was like he's like, Are you just gonna say hum the song you don't know? And I was like, I don't know, man. Like I was like, I think you're better as a team. Like, what if we what if we get a hold of these mini Because 'Cause I'm like, remember Guardians of the Galaxy like, you're Chris Pratt, but you need the rest of the, like, it. Like, it couldn't just have been Star-Lord the movie because he needed those other characters to, like, bring out the best in him and the best story and offer, like, a – I was like, to offer, like, an overall – he goes, what are you talking about? I was like, well, Hunger Games, like, led one of the worst weekends of the year. It fell, like, 62%. For like a 21 million dollar third weekend, it's projected domestic gross is now like 330 million, meaning that Guardians of the Galaxy at 332 million could end up the top surprise film of the year. And I was like, that shows that teamwork is over a team led by well, it's like, I guess. But it was like Guardians of the Galaxy, where it's just um, which The Hunger Games, and he's like, I'm not familiar with that. I'm like, Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're not familiar with Hunger Games? He goes, No. And I was like, It's called Catching Fire, bro. He's like, Really? And I was like, Yeah, maybe we could use this to help us figure out how to deal with your situation. And not Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, It's it's this lovely Katniss. She's the uh, girl on fire. And he's like, first up, first word, he's like, is she single? And I was like, no, she's got two boyfriends, actually, and she's confused by So I was like, and he's like, oh, dear. And I was like, but I was like, uh, I was like, listen, I think you could be like the miser on fire, a.k.a. the heat miser, right? And um, we could catch fire. Like, what happened was, what happened was originally... I was like, I don't think I could summarize this in a way to get back. Because I was like, what do you think that next dust Devil's coming for us? He's like, pretty soon. I was like, well, do you have any magic to, on you to get – I was like, what if I deal with these minimizers and, uh like, try to help you? And he's like, well – He goes, you don't seem very competent, to be honest with you. And I said, well, what do you have to lose? And he said, well, you got me there. I said, well, I could be like your – um I could be the pita to your, uh, to your, um, what, your, I could be the pocket to your bread, man. And he's like, what? And I was like, yeah, I was trying to make a joke, but it didn't it flopped. And I was like, you know, as long as you stay away from Katniss, if she does, you know, if I run into her in this universe and she's single, I got dibs because I'm also in love with her and I actually know what she looks like. So, you know, I've, he goes, no, I'm a heat miser. I was like, Yeah, but two heats don't make a right like that'd be too hot, you know, you guys would be too hot too hot, too hot baby. And he's like, You I go, Well like do you have something to get us back to your castle or wherever in heat town, like warm warmville? He goes, Yeah. He goes one second. And then he like clicks his heels together, rubs his stomach or something. And I was still like. I was like, "Do you know the bowl cut is not?" In? And next thing you know, I'm talking about his haircut, and we're in some like uh, like back room, like behind the throne. One of those, you know how like in a lot of things. There's the throne, but there's always like an area behind the throne where you can observe things. Bad idea. Like always have your throne up against a solid wall if you're going to be thrown in a throne. But these misers, the heat miser on down the line, they don't. They're thrown in the center of the room because they gotta be the friggin' center of attention. I guess. I guess if you're him, you'd probably want some airflow. Maybe I don't know if he's actually in power, but I'm, he's like, uh, this is like, because this is the throne room, uh, and I can hear like these guys talking, and they they sound just like him, like miniature versions. And they're arguing, and I say, okay, I got this, man. And He goes, what are you gonna do? I said, don't worry, I'm gonna wing it. And he goes, he goes, you know they will take you out. And I said, sure and i said i'm a fletcher man i'll be like i'm a, like i'm like you know erwin fletcher in here so i roll through the curtains and uh i, I realize i don't have a fake clipboard and so that that was out and i uh, they all turn to me and they're like what, what who, who what what are, what are you doing and they're like getting ready to like get their magic missile fingers on me pointing them at me and i say oh gentlemen gentlemen whoa 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 whoa, whoa what's going on here and they say, we're, uh, we're in the middle of a takeover. And I say, it looks like this: your takeover is already complete. I'm looking for one miser, heat. And they say, he's not here. And I said, okay, well, that's good news. Because I was like, today, I just learned this boy's TIL. Three men from Yemen tried to sue NASA for invading Mars, claiming they had inherited it from their ancestors 3,000 years ago. And they were like, what? And I go, yeah, you believe that? Like um, they they had sued NASA they must have believed they inherited Mars. And uh, that lawsuit was thrown out. But this one is pending in metaversal court against uh, Miser Heat or at Al, uh, current occupants of the Miser kingdom. Uh, You know, you're being sued, boys. That's bad news uh so uh, i go so you know basically we're going to have to put you guys in escrow um until the court case is decided uh or let's see what your options are here i got a so on what authority uh are are you here and i go i'm the ultimate authority boys you know the mother of nature and the father of nature and the you know and santa claus and I just wrote Rudolph here, and believe me, you haven't seen his nose. And I was like, I got freaking the uh, White Wizard. Well, it's a wizard, White Wizard or whatever that freaking shoots frosts out his nails. And he's a lot taller than you, and he's got a bad attitude. So they're outside uh, providing backup because I'm just like the I'm just the uh, whatever you call it, the notary public here. So don't shoot the messenger. And I was like, first of all. No offense, but I also just because I'm a notary public or whatever doesn't mean I can't lose my temper and kick one of you. And it looks like I could kick you pretty far. And believe me, I've heard throwing people throwing around titles with many in it, and I do not like that at all. And then one, but then one of the guys starts to bite my ankle, and I said, "What are you doing, Pipsqueak?" And then they all like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" And there's like about eight of them, and uh, and then I'm like, "Oh, I'm in trouble here." And they said, well, what are we going to do? We're going to be, what what does escrow mean? And I was like, oh, shoot, what am I going to do here? And I said, you know what escrow means? It means that old laptop batteries could power slums. An IBM study analyzed a sample of discarded batteries and found that 75% had enough power to keep an LED light on for more than four hours a day for a year for free until, you know, stuff starts leaking out of it and it poisons the residents with the stuff. And, you know, because who knows what heavy metals are in there and you're just going to give it away and think you're doing good, but you're not because you're actually poisoning the world. And, you know, so that's what this court case is about, boys, is like people are afraid that you guys are too smart and too willing to do good versus the heat miser who seems like a, a bit of a, you know, nice guy. And uh, and they said, you're not doing anything. You know, who do you, you know, you can't impose your will on us. It's not not my will. It's the court's will, boys. I'm just here. Again, you know, due diligence, uh, you know, jurisprudence and uh, juris doctorate, JD, uh, MBA 1005. And for the minute, they were silent. So I was like, all right, I got to move on this one. And uh, I was like, boys. Meaning of a Life Explained. Everybody sit down. Calm down. It was uh, a little band from. Might be before you guys were. Well, actually, you guys are on since the 70s. Huh? How old are you guys? And they said, bah, 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 bah. I said, have you guys ever met Santa's elves? I was like, are you guys elfin at all? And they didn't like that. And I said, well, okay, calm down, misers. I was like, believe me, I'm not here to minimize you guys. That I laughed to myself, they, they actually didn't get it. Um, I'm like, your needs are just as important as heat misers, cold, my cold freeze, mother nature. I take everybody's you know court cases seriously. All uh, this is not Judge Shudi's court where I'm going to talk down to. Well, I guess I'm talking down to you guys. Let me get on my knees, guys. Look at you in the eyes, because I was telling you about this 90s, 1990s. There was a little band called Alice in Chains. I don't know if you remember their MTV Unplugged special. I'm talking the full version. Like the alternative, their alternative grunge, you know. And, uh, you know, it was like, I could tell I was losing these guys. It was going to be trouble. I could sense the fire, dust, devil, dirt, devil. And I was like, come to snuff the rooster and they're like, I thought you were gonna tell us the meaning of life." I was no, I was gonna explain it, and I did. And boom, 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 and they start. they couldn't help it. They get they get up and start dancing. And I started doing like this heavy, I can't do it because if somebody's asleep, it's going to wake them up. But it was like this Eddie Vedder meets the guy from Alice in Chains, His voice combined with the guy from, um, the one that had all the trouble that was, you know, Plush was sang that song. Stone Temple Pilots, all their voices in one with this tune about mising of heat and freezing of cold. And how we could all, it was like a great, but mostly it's just me scatting like that. And I was like mixing in lyrics from like Jeremy spoke in class today. And uh, you know whatever, bam, was ever whatever that plush song. Ooh, they, I don't know. I can't. You know us doing all that segways. I did a little break dancing. They're dancing the whole time. As soon as, long as I kept that up, they were dancing. So I'm like keeping this up, but meanwhile I'm like, where the What's the heimice doing? doing? Because I'm like, you should have come out and like blasted them with some sort of you know dominance ray or something. And then I look behind the curtains, he's like putting on a bike helmet and bike gloves, and he's got some bike that fits his body type perfectly. And I was like, dude, what the hell are you doing? I got your and uh I'm like you know uh turn my water black tattoo down my miser miser he's mister. You know, so totally like, and uh, he's like, I'm like, what are you doing? And he, he's like, oh, I'm 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 cycling around the world. I'm like, so far I've been like 19,000 miles, four years on the road. I was like, A, he's like, ask me anything. I go, what the, f- what the fuck, man? He goes, well, I just had to come back here and get my bike and stuff. He's like, he's like, what happened is that, you know, they took over while I was gone. And then he's like, "I needed my this bike. I wore out my other one, so I came back here to get it." And I was like, "So?" You? He goes, "Yeah, that's what." He goes, "I knew I could cut use the metaverse as a shortcut to go get my bike and you know pick up my extra bike because he's like they wouldn't drop ship it because they were mad at me for leaving." And meanwhile, I'd stopped singing at this point because I was so irritated, and they were looking. And they started, and they're like, we want you, why, why'd you leave? And he's like, oh, my life of duty was boring. He's like, I want a life of an adventure. And uh, they were like, who, who's going to who, lead us? You know, we're just a chorus. Who's going to sing the lead? And he goes, this guy can. And I said, well, no, 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 buddy. I got commitments on the outside. I was like, first of all, I haven't even seen your kingdom kingdom. I was like, you, you want me to run the heat, heatmizing operation? And he's like, yeah. And I said, well, what you, like, what's your kingdom? like? I was like, does everybody have bowl cuts? And he's like, yeah, you got, your hair's perfect for a bowl cut. I said, as a matter of fact, I had a bowl cut for a lot of time. I was like, is a bowl cut hip in this universe? Will I get, be able to meet other people? And he goes, oh no, you can't leave the castle. He goes, you know, he goes, you just he goes mostly you just get angry at the way people waste heat. And he goes, you know, bicker with my brother and fight over and then mother yells at us in father time and and I was like, No, I'm no thank you then. I go, that's pretty much what my life's like, but at least I'm not stuck here. Um and I was like, dude, I forgot to mention it the whole time, but I'm like, You've been you had those socks on like the whole time you've been riding your bike, huh? I go, why don't you change your socks and wash your frigging feet? And show some respect for some other people. And then the mini misers are clapping. And I'm like, right. I was like, his feet feet stink. And I was like, all you got to do is wash them, and that's it. And uh, the the mini misers are like, the guy, Heat Miser, goes off to wash his feet and stuff. And the mini are like, what do you think we should do, man? We're not really cut out to run stuff, we're more, you know, henchmen. And we like you. And I say, yeah, no, I, gotta, I got enough problems. I don't need to be in charge of the heat for whatever multi-universes. And I was like, no offense, but uh, I don't even know if Rankin and Bass were involved or this was some sort of... I was like, is Paul Freeze in this? And they looked at me, and they weren't sure. I was like, if you're not sure, I was like, what about Xavier Stencio or uh, one of the other guys? Those voices I like. you know, Any of the nine angry men? And they're like we could be the nine angry men. And I was like, you guys are cute. Like, come on, sit in my lap. And uh, and they said, well, we need to find a new guy to take care of us. And I said, well, well I know a guy. I go, his name's Wreck-It Ralph or just Ralph, and he he seems perfect. I'm sure they're making a second movie, but he's probably free. And I was like, he is bowl cut, kind of more fuzzier bowl cut. I was like, he looks like you guys. He's real funny, good hearted. And they said, "Well, how are you going to get a hold of him?" I said, "Well, normally I put up like a Google ad, but Google just admitted like half the ads it serves aren't ever even seen." And so I'm like, "So I go, well, you know, boys, how about how about this? How about we uh, w- w- I'll go get him?" And they're like, "No, no, no, we don't want you to leave until we have him." And they said, "How about this? I'll just sing, and and while I'm singing, I'll go get him." I'm Mister Goodbye. I'm gonna leave. Gonna probably try and get Wreck Ralph. But if you think he, I am, it's the wrong thing to believe. And you guys just stay here. And I'm out this door. Gonna go back and get some peppermint bark off the floor. You know, and I, I bolt and actually stole the Heat Miser's bike while he was washing his feet. But it wasn't, I only made it like one foot because it was like not designed for my, you know, frame, so I fell off the bike. Then I ran Dirt Devils, fire magical Dirt Devils in pursuit of me. Of course, one had gotten there and melted the stairs, so no peppermint bark. I slid down the peppermint bark, which was now a slide, which was wicked fun. It dumps me off in the freaking garden of the bed and breakfast, and then I'm back where I started. Um... None the wiser for sure. Well, probably I am the wiser. One, don't call people mini anything. Don't minimize henchmen. I mean, mising is just as important. Like, everybody wants an adventure in their lives and wants to be riding around the world, but not everybody can. So that's the moral of the story is, uh, you know, uh, Peppermint Barks a friggin' ripoff. That's the moral of the story, all right? So get a good night's sleep and I'll talk to you soon. Night.